Hey, it's Jaden. And Melissa. And Christy. We're, We're the, the co-founders of Launchers Academy. And we help dropshippers become successful by providing the most relevant e-commerce strategies. You're tuning into the Launchers Academy podcast experience, where you will learn all the ins and outs of how to build your very own successful dropshipping store. So kick back, take lots of notes, and let's make money this year. Welcome back to another episode of the Launchers Academy podcast experience. For today's topic, we want to talk about Amazon FBA because that's actually a question that we get a lot in terms of when people are just looking to start an e-commerce business, dropshipping Shopify or Amazon FBA. So we're going to discuss that today with what is Amazon FBA and then what are the key differences between these two business models and why we like the dropshipping business model more than the Amazon FBA model. So starting off, Jaden or Christy, why don't you start off by explaining here to our viewers what is Amazon FBA? So Amazon FBA, I mean, the FBA part just stands for Fulfilled by Amazon. So you're pretty much in in a nutshell letting Amazon do all the work, right? You find a product, um, you buy the product, and then you would just put it in one of their fulfillment centers, and then you would basically list your product on their uh, platform, and then you would have buyers, and then once they buy it, you have pretty much Amazon deal with all that, and they'll pay you, but they'll also take a a huge cap on um, your... uh, margins. So that's pretty much what Amazon is. You're pretty much just kind of drop shipping on their platform and you're doing a lot less work with it uh, since they take care of everything um, on your end in terms of fulfillment, processing, all that. Um, so that's just another form of drop shipping. Um, that's really what Amazon FBA is. Well, I, I think one of the key differences between dropshipping versus Amazon FBA is that in dropshipping, you don't own the inventory. However, to keep in mind in Amazon FBA, you actually have to purchase the inventory upfront and put it into an Amazon fulfillment center. And then from there, that's where Amazon would take over with fulfilling some of your orders and all of that. However, you have to keep in mind that you are actually purchasing the inventory upfront before you actually sell your products to them. So I would say that is the biggest difference. Christy, anything you want to add to that? Yeah, with the dropshipping that, you know, we're trying to teach our students is really working with the supplier and um, being the middleman in selling their products. And they'll be dealing with all the shipping, um, all the inventory for you, which is why it it makes dropshipping a really low cost um, startup model. Um, So it's really, you know, a really great step to get into e-commerce. And with dropshipping, we teach students how to use Shopify, which is one of the top e-commerce platforms out there. And with Shopify, there's a lot you can do. And um, I'll touch base on that a bit more later. Awesome. Perfect. So there are actually three key components that I want us to really talk about today. The number one is really talking about the startup investment for Amazon versus dropshipping. Number two is taking a look at the control of your store. So both for Amazon as well as dropshipping. And last but not least, looking at the profit margins, because a lot of viewers out there I know are always curious about what are the actual profit margins on Amazon FBA versus dropshipping. So starting off here, let's talk a little bit about the startup investment. Christy, why don't you talk a little bit about the startup investment for dropshipping first? 
Yeah, so with dropshipping, um, especially on Shopify, it's actually really low cost. And what that means um, is, you know, the store subscription, that one's about $20 USD a month, um, and you can pay on a monthly basis and uh, just getting your store set up and live for customers to look at. Um, so that's a really, um, you know, very low cost to get started on Shopify. Um, and then even for the apps, uh, which you'll be using to help you increase conversions, do your fulfillment, all of the apps, there's really great apps out there that have a free plan, so you can utilize those free plans. Um, and there's only you know a few apps that we um, always tell our students to um, use as well, and those might require a little investment, but it's nothing too much um, because you'll be saving on having to download multiple apps uh, for your store. So there's within the shop side of things, it's definitely a low uh, cost to get started. Now, if you had to put a number to it, because I know viewers always like to know the numbers as well, what would you say is the range that it would take for you to start a dropshipping store? I would say it's around, you know, $50 to 70 so it's definitely a low cost in terms of starting a business. Now, keep in mind, that is only the actual Shopify store and the apps that you're using. The other thing that you have to start keeping in mind as well is the actual advertising cost for dropshipping. So including the advertising cost to really start a dropshipping business, Jaden, how much would you say that would be? Yeah, so I kind of want to break it down here for, you know, you listening. So you're going to have two types of costs here. Um, and it's going to be very, very, so it's not very accurate. So the only thing that's going to be accurate, one of the two that I'm breaking down is your fixed cost. So, you know, you're going to have two different types of costs. So the fixed cost and also the non-fixed cost. So the fixed cost is exactly what Christy just went over, the apps that you're going to consider to really help with your conversion, optimization, fulfillment, and also your basic plan to actually host your store on Shopify. So that's going to run you anywhere between um like 80 to $100 a month, and that's fixed. That's something you have to pay in order for your store to run and also for you to convert. So the non-fixed cost is exactly what Melissa just brought up, is your advertising cost, right? These are pretty much where you're going to test your product and you're going to spend it to advertise and really get some acquisition coming through the door, people buying your product. So that's going to vary. That's why it's non-fixed. It's going to be, you know, product by product's case. So um, the best way to look at it is um, every single product you're testing if you've listened to our Facebook um, ads episode, uh, we have a specific one, uh, a three-day rule where we tell um, you specifically that if you don't get a purchase within three days, it's pretty much kind of like a lost cause and you move on to it and go to another product. So each product that you're going to be advertising as you test, you're looking to invest anywhere between 100 to $150, and that's going to vary Going back to the three-day rule, if the you know if the product doesn't do well the first day or second day, it doesn't make any sense for you to keep running it. So that's going to vary. So on a product testing phase, let's just say you're going to test four products a month, so one product a week, and we would recommend anyone, especially our students, as we tell them as well, is that you always want to test one product a week because it is requires a lot of time invested, a lot of different concepts and strategies that you need to implement before you're ready to launch that initial product or even any product. So if you're doing four products a week, right, you're looking to invest anywhere between $100 to $150. So let's just say you tested all four products and it doesn't do well. Well, you're just going to multiply that by four. So whether it's going to be $400 or it's going to be $600 just for the testing side of that if all four products don't do well. However, on the flip side is let's just say you did test two products of the four and the second product happens to be your winner. 
awesome. You know, that's the goal. We want to find a winner. So that means you've only invested about $150 to $200 and you let the profits take care of itself to reinvest it back to advertising. So it won't be your money that you're investing now. It will be the profits from the customers that you reinvest. So it really varies. But on a safe side, uh, we are going to encourage you listening to have at least $1,000 uh, for that first month for you to test and have everything set up. And the second month will really depend on exactly your testing phase of those four products. So if you're able to have at least $1,000 up front to really go through the first month or two, then you're good to go. So that would be kind of like your investment cost with dropshipping, with Shopify dropshipping specifically when you start out. Amazing. And let's go on to the Amazon FBA side. How much would you say you need to really get started in Amazon FBA? Yeah, you know, great question. That really depends on, you know, the supplier that you're going to order in bulk, right? So Amazon does require for you to initially buy the bulk order first um, and hold the inventory and give them the inventory so they can ship out. So you're already at a risk, you know, starting with Amazon FBA um, because you don't have market demand for this product. You haven't tested anything. You can't test unless you buy the products and give it to Amazon. So it really depends on the supplier and their MOQ, which just stands for minimum order quantity. So so if you're going to buy a specific product or you want to test a specific product, let's just say the MOQ is going to be, you know, 500. And that's not really a high MOQ. You know, a lot of suppliers are well known. They're going to actually get you to order, order a higher MOQ. So let's just say it's 500. And, uh, you know, because you're getting in bulk, it's going to be cheaper. But let's just say this product that you're going to get, it's going to be $4 a unit. So, you know, what's 4 times 500? Well, that's $2,000. So you're now out $2,000 without even running any advertisement. Um, and that's that's really way more already with just starting with dropshipping, um, you know, Shopify dropshipping. So you're out $2,000 without advertising, without even getting things set up. So that's like, that's just a, you know, basic example. We don't know what your MOQ is, but you are going to look, spend a lot of money without even advertising in the first place just to hold the inventory. Amazing. So generally, it is higher investment upfront required for Amazon FBA because you need to buy the actual inventory first when you don't even know if it's actually going to sell. So if the product doesn't actually sell and you bought a few hundred units of this product, then you'll pretty much be stuck with it and it's just going to sit and rot in the Amazon warehouse. So, you know, based on what we said, Amazon FBA is going to require a higher startup investment than dropshipping in general. Now, the next point portion is really diving into control over your store. What would you say is the biggest, you know, determining factor of why you want to start with dropshipping versus Amazon FBA? Yeah, so, you know, with Shopify dropshipping, why you want to start with that as opposed to, you know, Amazon FBA, my personal opinion on that specifically, and, uh, you know, I, pe I know people that do do it, and because we do the, you know, the total flip side of that, which is Shopify dropshipping, um, the customer experience is going to be a lot different, you know, it's going to be a lot more positive on Shopify dropshipping because you get to own your own IP, your intellectual property. So like your store, you don't own Amazon's, you know, platform. So really kind of getting to the nitty gritty here, the two things that's going to be your hugest drawback to start with Amazon, you know, FBA is a, is that most of the people that go on to it, they just have a specific need. They want faster shipping time. So it's always something that they want right away. Um, so there's no real shopping journey when you think about it. It's just kind of take a look at exactly what a customer would have to go through. They go on Amazon, 
they type in a keyword for a product they want, whether it's toilet paper, and then they will once they type in toilet paper, they're going to click onto the little you know prime button that's just going to say you know um, one or two three days shipping, whatever the case may be. They click onto it, they see the need for the toilet paper, shipping's great. They would uh, you know add to cart, then buy now, pay for it, and move on. There's no real customer experience. It's just a need. However, with Shopify dropshipping, you're going to make a lot more money with the customer experience because it's more positive. There's, you know, visually walking through someone, it's just a lot more pleasing for that initial buyer. So think about how Shopify dropshipping will work. And if you've been listening to our previous episode, it's pretty much you would set up a store, uh, a visually appealing store, your own intellectual property that you own, that you've customized and really just kind of designed to the way you uh, think makes sense. And also it looks, you know, really well and it converts. And then after that, you would run some advertisement and have a really good video put together and it's really nice to watch and you really list out the benefits and, you know, the problems you're solving. And they're watching this, they're getting a better impression of your product and they check out um, and then they go through all the journey and there's a bunch of emails thanking them for their time and stuff like that. That whole journey within itself is a lot more positive and you're probably going to make a lot more money doing that because it's not so much only just about the product and it's solving a problem people need it, it's also about the journey. It's like, think about it going into a store, you're buying clothes, for example, or just buying a car. You would rather buy a car or clothing from a representative or an establishment that makes it more positive. You, you sit down, you get, you give it, you're given water, they get to know you, and they show you a car, they give you a nice you know, uh, test drive, um, and they really take the time to understand what your need is to buy that car, and the whole entire journey's been pleasant, they don't push you to buy it and you feel good about it as opposed to the flip side is you basically just go in there they're like here's the car do you want to buy it or not and they don't offer you any water they don't care about you they just they just pretty much just talk about the product right experience is super important you're just gonna make a lot more money with you know uh amazon f uh, sorry you're actually gonna make a lot more money with shopify drop shipping as opposed to amazon fba like, what, what are your thoughts on that there christy yeah, you, you mentioned a lot of great points, Jaden. And with um, you know Shopify dropshipping, you can besides just providing a really positive customer experience, you're also able to present your product in such a a, a lot more um, you know memorable way in terms of the content, um, presenting the, the the product through GIFs or through your product copy, um, and having really high quality photos. And again, mentioned uh, you mentioned about you know the ads drop driving traffic to your store. Um, so people are going to see the videos and they get to know the product a lot more and see the real benefits of the product. Um, and that's what helps really increasing the number of sales as well, uh, on top of providing a really positive customer experience that gets people coming back to the store. Yeah, so Jaden and Christy both talked about having full control of the entire customer experience and customer journey, as well as your product. So essentially being able to design your own website so that you're able to have your own branding around your store, which is really going to help you differentiate your product brand from your competitors. And you can also implement different ways to actually increase conversions to your store, whereas in Amazon, you can't really do that. So you don't really have that full control. And even if if you want to take your product into the branding stage later on and really increase the lifetime value of your product and then later move to a private labeling and having your own brand and product, then dropshipping is one method that you can get there a lot faster and easier than if you were to try to do that with Amazon. The other thing that you have to keep in mind is with Amazon, you'll also have a much harder time standing out. 
Why is that? Because when I go on Amazon searching for something and I see hundreds of the same results for the same product I want to buy, how are you really going to stand out from your competitors? And if you've ever shopped on Amazon, which I'm sure you have, you know people only have the tendency to look at the first two pages on Amazon. So if your product ends up on page 10, how are you really going to send your, you know, drive traffic and get customers to actually purchase from your store. It's going to be very hard to get on the first two pages of Amazon from the get-go and your customers generally won't even see your product. So the last but not least, what would you say are the profit margins like on Amazon FBA versus dropshipping on Shopify? So before I kind of get into the profit margin, I kind of want to touch on this to really get you listening to understand whether you should start Amazon FBA or Shopify uh, job shipping. So Amazon FBA is going to require less work from you, which makes more sense because we do want to work less. But getting into the side of things with profit margins, it's really going to, because you're doing less work, Amazon's going to take more from you. So with Shopify dropshipping, because you're doing more work, but you get to keep more of the profits. And any smart person, understand, you know, success requires a lot of work, but also more importantly, any smart person would like to make more money for their efforts. So because you do more, you know, work for, you know, shop, Shopify dropshipping, you're going to have a lot more money. And I'd rather have a lot more money for more hard work because, you know, at the end of the day, you want to be able to be rewarded for the amount of hard work you put into. So even though it requires more work than Amazon is, you're going to make a lot more money. So diving into it, really the profit margins with Amazon FBA, you're looking to make anywhere between 8% on the low end, on the high end, and 25%. And for those who make 25%, those are really crushing and those have been doing for years. No one could just go into Amazon FBA and make 25% right off the bat. Okay, and I'm saying this from personal experiences with those that I actually know in it. Um, now, with Shopify dropshipping specifically, on the low end, you can make 25%, and on the high end, you can make as um, high as 45%. And honestly, with just starting and just being able to have the right concepts and understand how to properly price your products and how to really run your advertisement and being able to own your store and your own intellectual property. On the low end, if you're making 25% as opposed to Amazon the high end with exactly the same profit margin, it makes more sense for you to invest your efforts if you're able to make 45% of that. And think of it this way. If you're making a million dollars for your store within that first year, if you could walk away with $450,000 a lot of work put into it, I think you'd be very happy. But if you make that exact same million dollars for your Amazon FBA with really hard work, you would just walk away with a quarter of a million dollars, $250,000. So would you like to work harder to make an extra $200,000? I would think you would. So that's the kind of way I'll look at it. So you're going to make a lot more money with Shopify dropshipping as, as opposed to Amazon FBA. And at the end of the day, in terms of business, more work means more money. Amazing. And just to take a little bit of a step back here as well, we talked about profit margin, but I think we should also define what profit margin actually is for our viewers who might not be clear. So when we say profit margin, we are saying after all of your shipping, as well as product costs, and including your advertising costs as well, because advertising costs is going to be your biggest cost in this entire business just to get eyeballs onto your product and onto your landing page. So when we say that the profit margin can be anywhere from 25 to 45%, this includes advertisements already, and it's going to be your take-home profits of what you actually put in your po pockets. 
Yeah, and I love that. And just like Melissa said, right? So this is something you take home after. This is your net, not your gross, your net. So at the end of the day, if if you're able to walk away with more money net in your pocket after all expenses are paid, I think the smart person will focus on that as opposed to working, you know, much less to make much you know, much less as well to work, you know, much less. So at the end of the day, it's just like if you're going into a job, you would like to make more money for the more hours you put in. So, you know, work harder to make more money. If you want to work less to make less money, that's okay as well. But I believe you listening right now, you would like to make more money. So which one should you start with? That's entirely up to you. What will we advocate just because we teach students specifically what we do? It's Shopify dropshipping. Exactly. And at the end of the day here at Launchers Academy, we're really focusing on helping you actually make money and not just make sales dollar numbers that you can take from a screenshot. It's actually what you put into your pocket at the end of the day that really matters. Um, so, you know, there you have it. These are the differences between Amazon FBA and dropshipping. And like Jada mentioned, it's up to you to choose which business model you want to take. Um, just to summarize here, Amazon FBA does require a higher startup capital to start off with because you're purchasing the inventory up front. And keep in mind, if you can't sell the inventory, then it's just going to sit there in the warehouse and you would have been thousands of dollars down the drain. Shop drop shipping is going to require lower investment and give you more flexibility in testing different products to find your winning product. And then from there, you can really scale up and brand it. Um, afterwards as well. Control of your store. You're going to have a lot more control on dropshipping Shopify versus Amazon FBA because on Amazon, they have so many restrictions and rules. You have to comply with all of it. All you much, all you pretty much have to do is just add in an image and then a product description. But how are you really going to stand out? You won't really be able to do that without a lot of money as well in terms of advertising to Amazon FBA. And last but not least, profit margins in Amazon FBA can range anywhere um, from 8 to 10% generally, and on average in Shopify, it's anywhere from 25% to 45%. So at the 25%, Melissa. Oh, eight to so, okay. Sorry about that. Eight to twenty-five percent. At the end of the day, in dropshipping, if you want to make more money, that is the route you want to go. But it's up to you as a viewer, and that's why you want to know as much information as you can to make your decision. And that's why we are here to provide that. And uh, before we kind of wrap up, I'm. I just want to kind of make this clear. We're not saying that you're not going to make money with Amazon. You will. You're just going to make a lot more money doing Shopify dropshipping. And there are a lot of people out there that are killing with Amazon. And there are a lot of people out there that's killing with Shopify dropshipping. It's entirely up to you. But if you want to make more money, Shopify dropshipping. If you want less work to make less money, you know, Amazon FBA might make sense for you. But, you know, not to say that no one's going to make money with Amazon FBA. And it's all about the Shopify dropshipping. It's entirely dependent on you. Uh, but yeah, so that's pretty much, you know, Amazon FBA versus Shopify dropshipping. Whatever one you choose is whichever one makes the most sense to you at the end of the day. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, wish we believe you did as we dropped a ton of value. Support us by giving us a five-star rating. That's five stars, not three, not four, but five stars. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please leave your comment below. And we'll be sure to get back to you. Take care and until next time.